Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Fourbank County Health and Human Services Just for the Health of It podcast, where we cover several topics to help the public make informed decisions. This is also our way of letting people and the public know about some of our free services we offer to Fourbank County residents. Now, if you've been out lately, today's a topic you probably want to tune in for. You know that you've if you've been out walking around, you got eaten up by mosquitoes. I know I have gotten eaten up by skeeters a lot. It certainly takes the fun out of being out and trying to work out or do anything in the summer. Uh, I know that when I'm going out for a walk, I have on mosquito repellent, but sometimes that doesn't fully protect me. You feel at, you know, you definitely feel them. I know that a lot of us feel them after we get some rain. Uh, so how do we better protect ourselves against those inevitable mosquito bites? Here to talk about prevention, disease, and some tips to keep mosquitoes at bay are our Fort Bend County Health and Human Services epidemiologist, Nicolette Janeski, and Fort Bend County Vector Control, Brian Culpepper. Thank you both for joining us today. Uh, and thank you for being here, guys. And I hope you, did, did you get bitten by mosquitoes recently? I mean, I know I have a lot. <laughs> yes. Yes, they're they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, we'll start with you. Why okay. do we tend to feel those mosquitoes in the summer month, and why are we seeing a lot of them right now? Why do we feel them in the summer, and well, we see a lot a lot of them lately? So yeah, well, more um, you know they're more active in the warmer temperatures for one thing, and uh, they go through their life cycles a lot quicker in the warm temperature. So, in fact, uh, you know they're laying more eggs then, so then more hatching. So it's, it's, you know, with the warm weather and the rain, that's what, that's why we see them. Uh, that's just what, that's what they need for, to, uh, to explode. They thrive, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Exactly. What kind of mosquitoes can we expect uh, to see in Fort Bend County? What are the kinds? Uh, well, there's approximately 85 different species in Texas, but the four most common that we see are going to be the 80s species which are the primary vector for Zika which we haven't seen in years uh, the Culex species uh, which is also known as the southern house mosquito uh, we get a lot of those uh, the Anopheles and the Serophora that's the big giant mosquitoes they're the salt marsh mosquitoes that blow in from Brazoria County and our coastal counties so those are the main four so I have to ask you this because it's a personal experience. It's a personal encounter. I remember I was, um, you know, in my house one day and one mosquito got in and uh, I was just standing there and I felt something and I kind of went like this to just kind of chew it away. And I felt it in my hand and I never felt a mosquito in my hand. Yeah. There were huge, huge. Yeah. What kind yeah. of those? Those are the Seraphira. Those those come from the, the coastal areas and they, they blow in with the, you know, if we get a good southern breeze from the coast, they're much larger than the regular mosquitoes. But yes. some people mistake them for crane, you know, crane flies are pretty big too. And a lot of times we'll get calls and they'll say, Oh my God, I've got this huge mosquito in my house. And we I go out there and it's just a crane fly because they resemble each other. And people, you know, they just don't know the difference. But is that mosquito more dangerous than the other little ones, or they're all the same? No, they're they're about all the same. They're, yeah. they're, just, they're just bigger, so they're more intimidating. Yes, that that one was that one was huge. Yeah. Um, 
what is the county doing monthly or weekly to reduce the number of mosquitoes? Uh, well, well, we do our weekly trapping so we can, you know, see where the mosquitoes, where the majority are. But uh, usually we larvicide during the week, uh, every week, every day almost to try to uh, try to get them from not even hatching because if we can get them to not hatch, then we won't have the amount of mosquitoes that we have. So we larvicide at least three or four days a week. And that, that's now we, we're not doing any spraying right now. And why not? Or why um, is that? Because we found it's the least effective method of controlling the, the mosquitoes. Also, we don't want the mosquitoes to get immune to, to what we're using, uh, the chemicals that we use. And it's, it's just in our opinion that the more chemical we put out there, the it's worse for the other uh the higher ups in the food chain rather than the mosquitoes, it'll start affecting the bees and the butterflies and stuff more and more. And even up to humans, if we, you know, if we're constantly spraying, it's going to eventually uh, cause harm to humans also. So, What is so unique about the method that you're using right now uh, to help reduce the number of mosquitoes, meaning uh, what, what makes it more effective than, than the spraying? Okay, for, for one thing, the, the spraying the mosquito, when the mist is in the air, the, the adult mosquitoes have to be on the wing, which means they must be flying and fly through the mist or else it isn't going to affect them at all. So any mosquito that's sitting on the ground, sitting on the fence, out by the pool, and they're not getting, they're not flying, it won't affect them not one bit, not one bit. On larva siding, on the other hand, which is for the larva, we put that in the ditches, they can lay their eggs, but then the larva side's got to attack those eggs and cause the larva, uh, I think it affects their nervous system and it they, they won't be able to live. So we found that a lot more effective larva siding than adult siding and spraying. Because in, in layman terms, it goes to the root of the problem, basically. Correct. It attacks the root of the problem. Correct. Will the county be able to significantly reduce the number of mosquitoes, or does it just come with the territory? Good question. Um, <laughs> we we do what we can, but this is Texas, mm -hmm. and they're they're like uh, you know uh, fire ants. You're never going to get rid of them. You're never going to make a big dent in them. So we we just do what we can, and that's all we can do. But we'll never get rid of them. Uh, we'll never make a big dent in them either, I don't think. Yeah. What are some of the problem areas in the county and what makes them problem areas? Uh, most of our problem areas are the ones that hold water. Uh, the ones usually along the river beds, you know, on both sides of the Brazos River, we get a lot of uh, standing water there. And also uh, people that don't keep their yards uh, clear of water and stuff like that, you know, uh, unkempt yards, mm -hmm. that's what we call mm -hmm. them. Uh, that's probably what makes them probably problem areas. And then also in the, uh, I, I know here where I'm at around the Needville area, this part of the county is a lot of farmland. So we get water, rainwater out in the middle of these fields and we can't go out there on private property and treat them. When on the other hand, on the other side of the county, you know, it's a lot of curves and gutters and stuff like that. We can treat those a lot easier because we can treat them off the road. So, uh, 
it's there, there's problems everywhere, but uh, pe- people just I, I wish they would do a little bit more for themselves mm-hmm. because we I mean especially on private property because we can't do we can't do anything there. Mm-hmm. So. Well, other than biting, mosquitoes can also carry disease, which makes them more than just a nuisance. And we're going to turn this over, uh, this question over to Nicolette here. Nicolette, how are you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> how are you guys? Good, good. What kind of diseases do mosquitoes carry? And what can you tell us about mosquito disease transmission in the county? Sure. So um, mosquitoes carry a, a, a few different diseases. The ones that we've seen in Fort Bend County over the past five years um, is West Nile, uh, chikungunya, dengue, malaria, and Zika. So the majority of our mosquito-borne illnesses in Fort Bend um, occur actually from travel. So um, people who travel to an area that um, has a current outbreak um, occurring in the location where they are traveling. So our um, the the most frequent disease uh, that we see is actually malaria. So a lot of times we see that in uh, Africa. Um, and so when people go uh, on vacation there or, or go back to see their families or come to visit from that uh, area, they're infected by the mosquito while they're in that um, other country. And then usually they'll return and, and become symptomatic uh, once they return. So, uh, yeah, the, the big thing to remember, especially if you're traveling, um, is to go ahead and uh, check the CDC website for any travel notices. A lot of times it will tell you um, what outbreaks are occurring in other countries or um, areas, um, especially uh, when you ha- are visiting areas that have mosquito-related diseases circulating. Um, so there are some prevention measures that you can take uh, for certain um, mosquito-related diseases. Um, so you can take prophylaxis, you know, prior to um, and during your travel, you know, to prevent uh, becoming ill. Uh, and, so, and what is that? Is that a, a form? Can you take it in a form of a of a shot or? Yeah. What? So that's um, for so for different diseases, it's it's different. Um, so for malaria, most of the time it's it's a pill that you will take. Um, for yellow fever, um, that is a vaccine that uh, can be given. So it you know it varies based on um, you know what disease is circulating in that area that you're visiting. So. Um, and, and that changes uh, very frequently depending on what uh, diseases are, um, you know, currently happening. Mm-hmm. But what we don't want to happen is for somebody to go to uh, one of these locations where a disease is circulating and then come back to Fort Bend while they're in their viremic time period. You know, if a mosquito ends up biting a human that's in their viremic time period, that mosquito can then become infected with that disease and then spread it throughout the county. So we mm-hmm. don't, you know, we want to prevent no, that from happening. Um, when they feel it, like it happened, ha- we haven't had any documentation that has uh, so far in Fort Bend, but, but we have seen yeah. that throughout the so, United States. So, you know, most uh, of the time the symptoms uh, will you know, be flu-like symptoms, infected, uh, depending you know, on what disease that you have, that could um, become even more severe. Um, 
illness, you know, where you're having a, a neurological signs and symptoms, um, you, uh, you know, depending on the disease. So if you become um, symptomatic, you know, I would definitely recommend you seek some medical care. Um, typically what they'll do if a, if a healthcare provider thinks that you are infected with a mosquito-borne illness, um, you they will collect blood or uh, cere cerebral uh, spinal fluid um, and do um, uh, lab testing for any uh, mosquito-borne illnesses there. So the symptoms are just uh, they're going to fear achy, tired, a fever, yeah, typically those are the signs and symptoms. It's very flu-like, um, you know, um, illness um, sometimes uh, is is more of the what we see. I mean, but majority of the cases that are infected with a mosquito-borne illness um, usually are asymptomatic. So, so we're seeing very small populations that are having severe illness with that, you know, to the point where they're ho being hospitalized or having um, very long-term effects from that disease. Um, you know, West Nile um, is, is usually one of the um, more severe ones when you have encephalitis, uh, you know, with West Nile, as well as malaria. You know, if those um, you don't seek treatment um, pretty quickly, then it could turn into a, a very bad situation. And uh, Brian, what are some good tips that residents need to keep in mind uh, to make sure that they don't get eaten alive by mosquitoes? Probably, probably the number one tip is to get rid of any standing water and just dump out all the water they can find because even like a 20 ounce bottle cap off of a Coke bottle or something, those mosquitoes can breed in that. So mm -hmm. that's the most important. They've got to get rid of any water in the yards. Uh, you know, keep the, keep their lawns probably maintained. You know, uh, I, there, there's, I know a lot of people, you know, like to have in their backyards, especially for the little kids, they'll have those, uh, I don't know, they're made out of hard plastic. Then they mm -hmm. crawl on and stuff like that. Every one of them has these little nooks and crannies that hold water. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it so many times when I've gone out to do some uh, inspections. You know, in, the, in these ch children's toys out there, it'll have just little pockets of water. And that's where the, we'll have larvae just growing and growing and growing. So if they can get rid of standing water or water and anything like that, it's fine. Also, uh, don't overwater their yard. This time of year now, when we haven't had rain for a week and a half or so, people will start just constantly watering the yard, watering, and that will just saturate the yard, and the mosquitoes will just flock to that yard because that's where the most water is going to be. So mm -hmm. that's my best tips. Uh, and when you're out walking around, working out, mosquito repellent, is 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 the answer here or what do you do that's the answer mosquito repellent long sleeve i mean i hate to say it i know it's hot outside but light clothing like white or beige or something like that, long sleeve it might be uncomfortable but it will stop the mosquito or it won't stop them from biting you but it'll deter them more, deter uh, more. You. so yeah but yeah mosquito repellent is the best Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you guys both for uh, being out here and speaking to us on this 
really important topic that's really on the minds of so many people, uh, especially during the summer and especially when it rains. And we also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. But please make sure to stay connected by following us on social media through our Facebook page, which is Fort Bend County Health and Human Services, and our Twitter account at Fort Bend Health. Thank you guys, and until next time.